A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, are WWE planning a forbidden door entrant in the men's Royal Rumble? Question mark. New tag team champions were crowned on last night's Monday Night Raw. A surprising wrestler turned heel on last night's WWE Raw. And a stable split on last night's Monday Night Raw. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Well, let's kick things off by talking about this forbidden door malarkey uh, that has been going on in WWE for the past few days, of course. Mickey James coming through, hitting, mm-hmm. the, hitting the Women's Royal Rumble as Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion. That was announced on SmackDown. Um, but are WWE planning something similar for the Men's Royal Rumble? <clears throat> well, we had a, a tweet report thing from WrestleVotes last night. I'll just read the whole thing out to you. Why the hell not? Had more than one source this weekend without me directly asking state that they believe WWE will try for an unexpected forbidden door entry for the men's Royal Rumble. Personally, I'm skeptical that it happens, but I can confirm WWE is at least open to the idea, which is exciting enough. So forbidden door, I mean, the the phrase was coined Mm -hmm. for the AEW New Japan relationship, and it has since just come to mean any kind of crossover, really, Mm -hmm. hasn't it, between wrestling promotions. So when you you see something like this, you immediately think someone from another company rather than just a surprise entrant like you have in the Rumble all the time. X-Pac would be coming through the forbidden door. Although I'd like to see X-Pac in the Royal Rumble. Why the hell not? He hasn't wrestled for WWE since 2002. What? Wild, wild, but we're getting a little bit off track. I think when this came out, a lot of people went nuts and went, Oh my days. What if it's an AEW wrestler? I think there's a greater chance of me waking up with a full head of hair (laughs) tomorrow than it being an AEW wrestler. However, you know, with Mickey coming over, maybe the scope for an impact or someone similar. I will believe this when it happens. But I would have believed the Mickey James thing. I would have said the same thing about the Mickey James. Thing. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, you started the campaign trail yesterday for Moose to be in the men's Royal Rumble. I love that as an idea. Uh, for me, if I had to just take a guess at who I think it might be, I genuinely think it could be someone like Zack Ryder, or sure, as he's better known, call him Zack Cardona. Yeah, something. exactly. Or Matt Cardona on the uh, on the indie scene, of course. That just seems to work a little bit for them. Yeah. There's a few, like, I think if, if they do an impact person, I think it's going to be either the world champion, Moose, because he can come out with a belt and you go, oh, hey, this guy's a big deal. He's got, got like a belt. four champions in the women's match already. Yeah, Charlotte, exactly. Mickey, uh, 
women's tag champs and yeah. the 24-7 champ. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff going on. But, like, Moose comes out with a belt. That looks good. Obviously, like, he looks great as well. Uh, and he's going to attract attention immediately. But also, if they're not going to go down that route, and they do have someone in, which, again, I'm skeptical of this, It'll be someone that WWE fans know. It might be like Rhino or someone. Yes. Like, you know, it, it, Kenny Omega's not going to be in the Royal Rumble, guys. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, I saw some people <laughs> suggesting. I mean, Brian Danielson, potentially. Like, he's such a lovely bloke. I feel like he could bring everyone together. I think he'd be up for that. But I, I just can't see why Tony Khan would agree to that. Yeah. Like, or why Vince would put an AEW guy in his Royal Rumble after the massive own goal that was Chris Jericho on Broken Skull Sessions. Doesn't add up mm. to me, guys, but we'll see what happens. And by the way, if it is, and obviously this is caveat, we want to wish him well in his recovery first and all that, but now I can get to the fun part. If it's John Moxley, you will literally never hear the end of it from me. Agent Ambrose back. Maybe. I will, honestly, I think I might just retire, so maybe some people actually want that to happen. <laughs> anyway, uh, let us know your speculation, your picks in the comments section below. Let's not forget the pasty bet that is going on between myself and Andy Murray. I have either Scotty Too Hotty or Pat McAfee in the Men's Royal Rumble. Who do I have again? You have literally anyone else. All right, cool. Basically, if that doesn't happen, and I, yeah, I'm getting less and less confident as the closer we get to the Rumble, stop adding people to WWE. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably get some pasties. First of, first of probably many this year, considering my track record with these bets. Uh, anyway, let's talk a little bit about last night's Monday Night Raw. Loads to tell you about. First of all, there are new Raw Tag Team Champions. Alpha Academy defeated RK-Bro on last night's show. Uh, similar a little bit to the match that we saw last week where Riddle got isolated and he got beat down. But it was, in fact, uh, Randy Orton who took the pin. A uh, huge slam from the, I think this now is his official nickname, the tree trunk himself, Otis. Um, mixed emotions about this. I've really enjoyed RK-Bro together. We all know that this is probably, I don't think it's going to be right now, but probably leading to a split between these two and a brilliant blow-off match, probably at WrestleMania, if I had to yeah. guess. But I really enjoyed them as a tag team, and they clearly worked. They got over. I think this has been fantastic for elevating Riddle, especially uh, amongst the fan base. But as much as I'm sad that that's over... Great news! Chad Gable's got a belt around his waist again. It's not that Once bloody 24-7 crap. This is his second Raw Tag Team Championship. I believe he used to hold it with Bobby Roode Bob briefly. Uh, and Otis's first taste of gold on the main roster. What did you make of all this, Andy? Yeah, this was interesting. I actually, like, when I was writing this up, I had to remind myself that, that Chad is a former Raw Tag Team Champion. Yeah, I didn't know I was I like, that. I read it on Cage Match and I was like, are you sure about that? Did that <laughs> actually happen? But of course it did. And yeah, I mean, like the Riddle Orton Tag Team was put together to eventually get to a feud, right? That, mm -hmm. That's logical. Um, but the way they've pulled it off has been good. Um, it's been several levels above the usual odd couple tag team fair, as we'll get into with the next story. Um, <laughs> the, their TV matches are always a lot of fun. I think they have a good character dynamic. They're clearly over. Um, with the crowd, although oh, why did I say although? I'm just quite, I'm quite high on this. I, yeah. do, I just think it's good. Uh, I'm sure they'll have a tremendous match if they do indeed have it at WrestleMania. And uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it from start to finish, and I'm not going to complain about Chad getting a belt either. No, it's great. It's good stuff. More belts on Chad Gable, please. Give Chad the belt and then beat everybody. <laughs> anyway, anyway, oh, anyway, we oh. had a tag team split up in the women's tag ranks. Uh, I mean, thank Christ this is over. Yeah, speaking of tag teams who were only ever put together to be torn apart later down the, later down the road, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, Nikki A.S.H., 
super Nikki. They're no more. It's split up. That we had a angle on this week's episode of Raw oh, segment. Oh, crappy there. Crap angle. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't great. You. Uh, in the ring, Sarah Schreiber was like mediating, and they were like, "Hey, Nikki was like, hey, we could be women's tag team champions again." And Rio was like. <laughs> You lost it like two minutes last week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. We're, we're jobbing out hard. I think it's best we go our separate ways. They were like, hey, one of us has got the impression that they're better than the other. And Nikki was like, I'm better than you, brother. Rhea offered a handshake that came in, big hug, blah, blah, blah. You'd think that this was heading to a Rhea Ripley heel turn. Mm-hmm. Seemed maybe a little bit more in line with where their characters have been. But no, Nikki pulled the beat down. She, uh... Dressed as a superhero, she uh, she beat Rhea Ripley up, left her on the mats. What, what, what was her line? Almost superheroes left? don't need friends. They go, I'm, I don't need friends because I'm Nikki. A thing happened. It's a different direction for both. I wouldn't have expected Rhea to come out of this one as the baby face. So, okay. I hope Rhea Ripley, and this is nothing against Nikki Cross, the performer, I hope Rhea beats Nikki so bad she beats the character out of Nikki <laughs> and she returns back to the Nikki Cross that we all liked in yeah. NXT and the version that was, yeah, sort of a watered-down version on the main roster because this version is crap and it yeah. works even less if she's a villain. Yeah, we were quite kind to it at the beginning, weren't we? We said, basically, like, this superhero character, it's for kids and It's stuff, not for us, yeah. Right? But it didn't really get over to any degree, even when she had the Raw Woman's title. It, it just didn't work out, so something new for her is definitely good. Exactly. Speaking of splits, though, we got another one on last night's Raw. Now, yours is a little bit more proper than a mine, because you're two were tagging together on Yeah, they'd uh, actually the been seen on TV week. recently. Whereas this stable had been together, then had a big acrimonious split, and then just sort of done a little bit together again, and then, uh, I don't know. But regardless, the Hurt Business are definitively no more. The show started last night uh, with Bobby Lashley watching all the footage of what had happened with, with him becoming number one contender to Brock Lesnar's WWE Championship, and then who should sidle up next to uh, Bobby and MVP? But the rest of the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, and they were like, hey, Hurt Business, eh? And I, for one, thought, oh, is this a thing again? And Bobby said, it's not a thing. And I thought, oh, okay, good. And then Brock mugged off Bobby with a knock-knock joke, or should I say Brock-Brock joke. And, <laughs> and then they thought, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin thought, this is a good idea. This is a perfect time to attack Bobby Lashley. What happened, Andy Murray, was Bobby Lashley wrecked him, chucked him around ringside, slammed him into the ring post. But definitively, we will never, ever, ever see the Hurt Business together again. What on earth? What's going on? What on earth? The lifespan of this stable has been so strange, hasn't it? They came together and it was good. Like, we all liked it. it. We all enjoyed it. Uh, The presentation was spot on, I thought, of the Hurt Business during the first line, uh, first run. They split up. Nobody really wants to see them split up. It felt like they still had a long way to go. There was a report that came out, I believe, saying that they, they didn't want to split up either. They were like, Vince, why are you... Why are you splitting us up, you but weird guy? To be fair, they split them and they did all that great stuff with Shelton and Cedric. Oh, yeah, so. they did. They had they had a wonderful uh, runs on main event <laughs> after that. Uh, yeah, so, you know, they split up, whatever. They come back together in September and everyone's like, hey, oh, okay, well, you shouldn't have split them, but I'll take this. And then they just don't appear on TV together pretty much ever again. Not even in the background. And now it's, I don't know, they, they, they don't apply logic to these things because it'll drive you round the bend. My brain is already made of soup from watching WWE since 1992. Don't apply logic and stuff. Just 
Except the bollocks for what it is, even when it sucks. So you're telling me Shelton's going to cost Bobby at uh, Royal Rumble? And enter into a main event programme. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin's finally going to get a push. Finally! <laughs> yeah, bad idea for them to attack Bobby after that segment, but yeah. Silly sausages. No more hurt business until uh, Vince decides that he wants them back together again because he changes his mind like that if he's even in control of it anymore. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE? Of course, we want to get in touch with this first question today. It comes from Retina on Twitter. Who like says, hey, Adam and Andy, with the Royal Rumble coming up and most of the women's entrance already being revealed, do you think now is a good time for Asuka to make mm. her return, win the Rumble and go after Flair to redeem her previous loss at WrestleMania like Rock Austin, WrestleMania 19. Yeah, I think that's that's good. That's good. Obviously, we it's really a hell of a shout that. Yeah, I love we, it. we really enjoy Asuka, uh, and her uh, returning in the Royal Rumble would be impactful and it'd be cool, and everyone would have a good time with it. And I think the story you've just outlined is very smart, logical, and good, um, which is why I don't think they'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, I, I don't think that the WWE brass see Asuka on the level of like the Four Horsewomen, and certainly not uh, Charlotte Flair. But look, if I had the pencil, I would certainly consider doing it because your idea is good. Yeah, she'd be in my top three favourites to win the Rumble. I think Bianca Belair is up there yeah. because of what happened last night yep. with the triple threat. Do drop now the number one Do contender. Happen. By the way, sorry, yeah. The number one contender for the Royal Women's Championship. She's from Glasgow. Uh, <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> Bailey's a contender. Me and Hanfler have maybe tried to speak that into existence. Yep. And long shot, but I would love to win it. Ronda Rousey. No idea what's going on with her, but if they need a big thing to happen at the Rumble, because there's no real clear contenders outside of Bel Air, there you have it. Uh, Mike Gamel. Gamel? I'm going to go with Gamel. Gamel. Mike. I like Gamel. Sorry if I butchered your surname. Kicking in like, kick in like, kick in like Sally on Twitter. Okay. Good morning, guys. What do you think the odds are of Sami Zayn being number one in the Rumble to further the conspiracy against him? And if so, who should be number two? Oh, my goodness. Who are we putting in at number two alongside? I think putting him at number one is definitely fitting of the character. I also think a good role for him in this Royal Rumble would be the Warlord to get eliminated in two seconds. <laughs> yes. Like, that would work for his character as well. Who should go in against him? Someone terrifying. Who's the biggest, scariest person you're going to have in that Rumble match? Put them opposite him so he can, like, crap his pants. Yes. Run around like a little coward. Who's the largest man in there so far? Omar, is almost in it? I don't, yeah. think, I don't think he's been not confirmed. Not declared yet. I think he's been confirmed and he's a large unit, but he's not a scary guy. He's too nice to be scary. But yeah, put Omas in there as number two. Yeah. And have Sammy. Sammy could eliminate himself. Just Drew Carey over the top rope. Right? Over the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to be number one because I think they're obviously planning something with Johnny Knoxville around the Rumble and yeah. him after what happened on SmackDown. Yeah. But yes... If you could get uh, an Omos, a Commander Aziz, a Walter, that would be perfect number two for me. Ryan Ahad gives us our final question <laughs> of, of the day. Uh, it says from good, he says, good morning from Canada, eh? He actually says the A part. That's right. not me being harsh. Uh, could you see Damien Priest potentially holding a winning streak at WrestleMania? What's the best undefeated streak at Mania? Is it still RVD at like 4-0? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it must be the high. Like, yeah, no one really builds up that kind of currency these days anymore. I'd like it if they did um, it with someone new. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool. Um, the thing with Damien Priest and that we do point this out every now and then deceptively old uh, Damien Priest yeah. and I don't think he's going to be wrestling for like another 20 years or something obviously no Wrestlemania streak is ever going to come close to The Undertaker yeah. in terms of length um, but does Damien Priest have enough 
time on the clock to do like 10 WrestleManias in a row. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Um, it's nice to see someone get like a 9-0, 10-0 sort of record, though, even if it's yeah. only the case. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool for sure. I don't know if it's something WWE are really interested in doing. Um, they never really mention streaks and stuff these days, do they? I remember even like a few years ago, Charlotte Flair's pay-per-view streak ended and they just didn't oh. get acknowledged. Um, so... It makes sense again. Which are doing? A lot of these, a lot of the questions you guys send in with like fantasy booking and stuff make good sense and they'd be good ideas and I think they'd improve the product and make people look really mm-hmm. cool and everything else. But just looking cynically at the patterns and stuff, maybe it's not something that's going to come to light. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you consider his age, when you combine the age of Priest and Damien, that's like two people there. And <laughs> Damien's a snake. <laughs> right, let's move on to today's and finally. And. Well, today's and finally is sitting right next to me. Andy Murray's feuding with Baron Corbin, everybody. Oh, no, did Baron Corbin reply? Baron Corbin <laughs> So, yesterday, oh, we were talking about Corbin, weren't we? Or we talked yeah. some, and you said... What do you reckon these guys' stake order is, though? Because I reckon Baron Corbin strikes me as a guy who not only buys, like, a rump steak, mm-hmm. he gets it well done, yeah. and he eats it with ketchup. Oh, no. Yeah, he saw this. I muted, the, I muted this thread because I was like, this is trouble. I should have deleted this straight away. Yeah, so he didn't tag Baron Corbin in that tweet, but uh, Baron Corbin found it. And uh, he tweeted, well done with ketchup. It's still better than any of that hot garbage you call food over in England. Well, I'm Scottish. Yeah, there you go. Um, and he even included uh, a gif of... <laughs> Gordon Ramsay holding two pieces of bread between uh, a budding chef's ears and asking, what are you? And she replies, an idiot sandwich. And he also shared a photo of how he likes his steak. And you know what? Fair play. Fair enough. I'd like to have some steak with you, Baron Corbin. Has anyone got an L? Because I'll happily (laughs) fold it. (laughs) I didn't realise you'd replied. Fair enough. You know whose fault this is? It's that damn Louis Dangor. Yeah. Tagging him in the... Dangor! Curse you, Louis. I'm... Not going to do a single thing because I quite like you and you're very nice. But you know. So I guess you've done it now. I need to feud with someone. Yeah. Let us know in the comment section who I should feud with in 2022. Because chances are I'll go for it and probably just get absolutely rinsed on social media. But let us know in the comments. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review a Monday Night and NXT 2 play O's preview later on today as well. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts, Twitter questions, and celebrity beefs on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there. Follow Andy Murray. You can follow him at, at Andy H. Murray, the H stands for, hey, imagine getting rinsed by Baron Corbin. <laughs> what a loser. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 